Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder. I looked at you and said, repeat that. You said I've got to get to the bottom of that. We have liftoff. Check out what's coming up on today's episode. Unless you're dumb. Jason, the Great Pyramid are two boat-shaped pits containing dismantled wooden solar boats. These boats were likely intended to carry the Pharaoh's soul across the sky. To the sun god. Oh, that reminds me. I have heard of that. They have found, um, I was watching a documentary on this, make this make sense. They found massive batteries in the pyramids as well for power. What kind of battery? What are you talking about? Like literally DC batteries to power something. Like a Duracell? Like a big old Duracell, dude. Like a homemade battery? I mean, it, not, yeah, a homemade battery. What is it? Did you look at it? What did it look like? Like big two cylinders, basically. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was uncovered under Earth, in the uh, in the uh, pyramids. It was it the the somebody's Egyptian playing a joke. Surely, the... let me look it up. Somebody's <laughs> playing a joke. That's a prank. Let me look right? it up, dude. Hey, look at this. There's a Duracell in here. Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That. Three weirdos on a mic. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get to the Bottom of That. I'm your host, Byron Dice. Come on in, the water is fine. Welcome into the studio. Another person that we, I don't know, he's been doing this a while. Yeah. He is kind of weird. Um, but he likes buying peanuts yeah. at the farmer's market for some reason. Welcome into the program, Joey. Yes, sir. The circus peanuts every time. Um, today is episode something, something, something. It's some number up there. I don't even know what it is now, uh, but it's yeah. out there. We've got a lot of episodes. Uh, also in the studio, we have my lovely bride, Susan Dice. What up? Go. I guess you missed me. I'm back. I think the last time you were on, I mentioned that the, the there were some people that wanted to hear your voice again. Oh, Lord. Because you filled in since the paranormal one, right? Yeah. yeah. I asked you the other day, I was like, has anybody said anything? No, they haven't said anything. They probably have. You're That's all protecting. fluff. He's protecting me. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, they've been asking about you. They've been asking about your voice. Who's um, they? Oh, you know. Those and, people. Yeah, the people they've been asking. Well, hello, my conspiracy nuts. You know who you are. Um, each week, we come on this program where we talk about weird stuff and talk about stuff that we need to get to the bottom of. Actually, stuff that's left out in the public square with unanswered questions. But today is a very special episode because I feel like this topic has probably been overdone on the internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can search this and find tons of people, and you don't even have to listen to us talk about it. We're going to talk about the pyramids today. Yeah. Case closed. <laughs> pyramids, uh, why are they here? Who built them? What, what, what is their purpose? Where are they? And should you build one? A pyramid. Yeah. Should you try to build one? Yeah. In your backyard. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. If you bury somebody in your backyard, I don't know if we told Susan this. Um, you can't, what is it? You can, you don't have to claim your property tax. You it's, yeah. yeah. it's a cemetery. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there you go. I don't know if I'd tell your spouse that. No, well, you, I heard you talk about it. You, I heard you. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Joey's yeah, talking Joey, about it. I wonder if it counts as your, one of your pets, though. I don't know. We I have think a it bird. Has to be a, I think it has to be a humanoid creature. We okay. already have a bird. We've only been here two years, and we already have a bird in the yeah, There's already a bird in the back. Uh, no dogs. Now, our last property, we did have a couple of dogs on the property. Dude. Yeah. Everything. Animals. Dogs, cats, ducks, geese, chickens. You guys had like a, a farm, it sounded Mini like. Mini farm, yeah. Wow. Well, um, just to get into it, because people don't want any fluff at the beginning of our show. Yeah, <laughs> let's. Hey, I'll tell you something. Let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, I haven't been in the studio for four weeks. Yeah, so I don't know if if you, the listener, can tell that we just dropped the Nephilim episode, which was done four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's not fresh. I haven't been in the studio, so I'm kind of rusty on this stuff. I mean, and I don't know if you can tell by when we did record uh, that we hadn't. It's not you know current, but it was four weeks ago, and right now I feel like. Um, we're probably going to record another four today, and it's not going to sound current. Do they have to know that? They do. I feel like I feel like because I'm in a place where um, I'm not talking about current events. They don't know as they don't know when I recorded this. That's true. But well, transparency. How, how, how is, I, I how feel is like a pyramid a current event? I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about like uh, you know, hey, Trump's in office now. <laughs> hey, stuff like that. Joe Biden fell down a stair again. Stuff like, I know that didn't happen, well, but I, it could have happened. I mean. But unlike talking about pyramids, pyramids is just a general subject. Well, and plus you talk about conspiracies. You don't want people having their own conspiracy about us, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I want, the, I want to throw that out there. Okay. So uh, as the listeners are growing, uh, I want to make sure that uh, I, you know, value their time. Mm-hmm. And we try to put on some good content. I don't even know what the heck I'm talking about and right honesty. now. honesty. Just yeah. want to be straight honest. Yeah, yes. straight honest. Speaking I mean, of, I just I just took a deuce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me let me give you some fluff for about five minutes. About oh, wow. Excuse I'm me. glad that was in there. Well, that's Joey's fault. <clears throat> anyway, um, well, Joey, you got some notes. I got some notes. So, oh, by the way, Susan Susan is filling in on the program. Uh, Jason is not here uh, today as this recording, so uh, he's in an undisclosed location. That of course they go on the field and, and try to do research on uh, cryptoids, yeah, and, uh, and nephilim and mm-hmm. stuff like that and dig up I bones. But uh, Susan is filling in and 
She may be permanent. She may not be. I don't know. Well, maybe I don't know what's going to happen. We'll um, see. I don't know if Jason's going to get stuck in a pyramid somewhere and um, and get crushed. Maybe he might finally figure out what a cubit is. A cubit? Yeah. Like in the Bible? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't use English measurements. Well, they're, in my notes, um, uh, Isaac Newton, you know, the guy who created Yeah, uh, the gravity, apple. He fell on his head. It says that he was going to the pyramids to try to find out what a cubit is because he feels like it holds the uh, key to the Christian apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, well, interesting. I did stuff. not know that. I mean, either. good stuff, jo- Joey. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what's going? What's going on here? Okay, so um, I've got my notes. Joey's got his, and then of course Susan is going to bring her uh, expertise of what pyramids is because well, yeah, uh, you've been in the pyramids. Yeah, she has. She has. She's actually been on an archaeology. Is it I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, dig. She's been on a dig site. You knew King Tut, right? I was in the Luxor. You were Queen Sheba. I've been in the Luxor. Uh, that's Vegas. I don't think that counts. It's a pyramid. That is a pyramid. That's true. What, that if, is. what if it's like has some kind of special meaning? Did you know that there's a pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee? Walking in Memphis. What is it? Uh, ancient? Or is, is it, it at uh, Great? It's actually the Bass at Elvis's? Pro Shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's they. Wait a minute. It's what? The Bass Pro Shop in Memphis, Tennessee. Why is it a pyramid though? I don't. Well, I think it was like for a sports arena, and then they closed it down for a long time, and then Bass Pro. So Shop. they actually took it over instead of building a. It's like a, a corporate... hotel. It's like a big gigantic. Ba- Look it up. It's a big. Okay. Pro- it's a real yeah. thing. Hotel, wow. restaurants, and Bass Pro Shop. Oh, Mixed wow. all into one, dude. Can you imagine years from now when when they <laughs> find that? Yeah. yeah, when they find yeah. Wow, like, look at these animals intact stuff. Yeah, look at this Ozark thing with this this jacket. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look at these mannequins. Look at them. Would you look at that? Joey, how's it been going, though? It's all right, man. Out there. It's safe. I know last time you were on, it was, you were like cheeks out. I was cheeks out, you're, dude. You were, uh, you were head, on call. It was just rough. Yeah, I was like head in a hole. You know, every day is exactly the same. How are you doing this week? You doing good? I'm living like Larry, bro. Who's Larry? SpongeBob. Oh yeah, the, the lobster. <laughs> yeah, Larry the lobster. Oh, man. speaking of SpongeBob, we got to talk about this, and this is current, so the fans will love this. Super Bowl. Yeah. They're actually getting sweet victory by SpongeBob at halftime. Are you serious? Yes, I Dude. saw it on the local news channel here. Yeah. That's a- finally. How are they going to do sweet that? victory? Um, I think they're going to cut away. Hmm. It may be animated. I don't. I'm oh, yeah, not I'm sure. sure it is. I'm not sure, They'll but I'm like just excited. 3D. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Dude. SpongeBob uh, and Patrick are supposed to be in studio. Because if I'm not mistaken, they they mentioned that Maroon Five, when mm-hmm. he did the Super, I don't know what Super Bowl it was, but they played a small clip of the intro of Sweet Victory, mm-hmm. and then they cut away, and that was all we got. Mm-hmm. But this time, legit Sweet Victory is gonna be played. As a kid, I'm here for that, dude. As a kid, that was one of the most pivotal moments in my life when they when they came out there. Yeah, you thought it was all ruined. Oh. Their band just sucked, but then yeah. they just they just they just brought it home. They brought it home, dude. Who sings it? Who sings the original one? Is that? I wonder if that dude does it. The voice? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, because you know, like um, they have the Aerosmith song too. Oh, do they? One time, yeah. Sweet child of mine. No. Oh, that's Guns N' Roses. Sorry. Dang, dude. That was like your time. That was your timeline, dog. You're going to mess the bands up? Wow, you What's literally going? just sang it. Uh, you talk about sweet emotion? No, it was a... Dude looks like a lady? No. Stop. Just stop. Angel. It was a... It was a no. Not going to miss a thing. 
I'm done. Just keep listening. Bye. Hey, eventually you land on Toys in the Attic. Bye. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, the fans are probably done with this. Uh, fluff. Let's talk about pyramids real quick. We'll cut it out. Put it on the end. It yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, it means nothing. Uh, put it on the end. This will be the extra bonus show. Oh, yeah. by the way, let me go ahead and say this. Sorry. Here's some more fluff. If you have not uh, went to our website, you can go to our website. There's a blue button that says support the show. If you like what we're doing here and you want to help out with our content to make sure our content continues, there's a little blue button. Click it on. Click on the button and you can support the show. Uh, you can do 99 cents, you know, $4 or, or $20 a month. Who cares? Yeah. Or a million. Yeah, or a million. Then you we can, can put the paywall or uh, the fluff behind the paywall. Yeah, we'll put the fluff. <laughs> Everybody that's like complaining about it. I'm tired of you talking about SpongeBob at Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That's behind the paywall. You pay us 99 cents. And you, right, you'll get that. You'll get the fluff. Other the than that, stuff. you'll just get just all pyramid stuff. Just just information. <laughs> the right. boring stuff. The science. Right, the, boring, the science. That nobody cares about she other than me, apparently. Um, well, let's get into it, and then, and then we can uh, talk about I mean, look, guys, you know how we do the show. So... Here's the introduction of Pyramid. This is what I got. So cultural identity. It's very cultural to that that area. And we're yeah. talking about Egypt. And we're talking about specifically me is the Great Pyramids of Giza. Okay. Oh, so you didn't talk about the Mayans? or No, you're going to talk about that. Okay, I'll talk about them. Because um, I felt like, I don't know, I just didn't like the Mayans. The way, they, just, they, the way they presented themselves. You're just not a fan. Huh? No, it's just uh, all the killing of babies and stuff. I don't know. Do you know that there is a uh, pyramid in, it was a Mayan pyramid that's actually bigger than Giza? Okay, what? Yeah. That Giza's Should we go ahead and talk about that? I think so, man. How about some of the Mayan pyramids? They don't have that point and it's flat. Yeah. Have you seen those? It's triangular or square or whatever. Yeah, it's, it weird. it's weird. It's like we're not going to do what the Egyptians did. No. But it is weird because it's like the design has importance. It has to. Because these people are thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away from each other, dude. Right. And the um, Mayans are where? South Mayan, America? Yeah, South America. Well, the Mayans are... So there's the Aztecs and the Mayans. They're two and different. And they both have pyramids. They both have okay. pyramids. Uh, the Aztecs are like South America and then also Mexico. And then the Mayans were like Mexico, um, Central America. That gotcha. sort of thing. So, yeah. And I just went recently to the Mayan, one of the Mayan ruins this last year. Okay. Let's, well, let's, instead of me getting into, into uh, boring stuff, well, let's go ahead and talk about that. And then we'll get into some boring stuff. Yeah. So you went to a pyramid? I didn't go to an actual pyramid, but I did go to the ruins there. I wanted to go to uh, Chichen Itza, but it was like. Easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stop cousin. Easy. Yeah, watch your, watch your mouth. But it was like miles and miles and miles away from where I was. And interestingly, interestingly enough, the um, like representation of because we met with a uh, I, I was super iffy about it, right? Really? Because in order to go to the ruins, they make you meet with one of their like um, what do you say shaman, like their spiritual shaman. Okay. And he has to say a prayer over you, and there's like before oh, you go there, before you go. Oh wow! Yeah. So <clears throat> weirdly enough, I didn't know this. But the in the Mayans um, religion, the cross is significant. It has it has power. So it, it's the like the God, the the middle thing, and then the underworld, right? And uh, I thought it was interesting whenever I was meeting with this guy because it was like that old 
ancient religion is just so you can see like remnants of, of Christianity. It's like you can see throughout uh, the decades how you know Christ has revealed little bits of Christianity to these to these people. You know? Right. And um, yeah, it was just kind of interesting. I mean, obviously they're not Christian per se, but there was so so much intertwined with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know, there's there's stories. They got of the like, stories in there. Yeah, like American Indians. You know, they have the great spirit, like all these, which just would be a cool show to do. Um, how it all kind of, you know, as God will reveal themselves, <clears throat> himself to people through their religion. Like we were talking about Like that. the moon God. Yeah, that sort of thing. The sun God. Yeah. So what was the purpose of him praying over you so you don't get like cursed or something? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, because they, they still believe that they're, you know. The, Who's the he ruins. praying to, though? Uh, we, it was like. That? He, I couldn't, uh, obviously, I don't speak Spanish. Shame on me. So I don't know mm. 100% what he was saying, but our guide was interpreting. And it oh. was just a, it was just basically a general blessing of, um, you know. Just a gen- <laughs> generic from the shaman. Don't okay. get killed. Don't get cursed. Be Yeah. Yeah, be good. Good. Okay. That sort hey, of thing. Hey, don't touch this rock right here. Yeah, but it's, um, there's a lot of, like, history there um, as far as, like, Kind of like, kind of like um, uh, the movie The Black Panther, the Marvel okay. movie, Wakanda. where they had this uh, this huge um, meteor hit, and that's where they got all their um, what's that metal? vibranium? Vibranium. Yeah. So there's the same thing <clears throat> over there down in the, the Mayans. So they got obsidian, and there's no obsidian anywhere, but there's all these obsidian deposits, and it's from a meteor huh. of pure obsidian landed, and just like carved this whole countryside out. Of uh of this obsidian rock, so they have that's huge, like a bunch of like obsidians, uh, um, sculptures and all kinds of stuff. And in order to work with obsidian, um, it's like extremely difficult because it's such a thin, thin glass. And a lot of people tie that into kind of the building of the pyramids, like they would have had to have been taught that uh, those ancient cultures and wow. stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, obsidian. Did somebody make that up? Obsidian. Yeah. The name of it? <laughs> I don't know. Did they? Does that like so? A meteor hit came and said, "Hey, this stuff is obsidian." Yeah, I mean, it's a black. That's, it's like a black glass. Really? Mm-hmm. What do they use that for? In, in like modern jewelry? <clears throat> really? Yeah, jewelry? jewelry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. It's really, really cool stuff. Like I didn't it's know just that. a deep, deep black. It's a shiny. But yeah, they they'd make jewelry. They'd make their weapons, arrowheads out of obsidian. The Mayans would. Um, the stuff that they, I mean, I'm sure they believed it was, you know, had spiritual powers too, because it was like a, a falling star brought it. And that's the only them. place on the planet? No, but it's not common for that obsidian to be there. Oh, gotcha. So it was brought from space to that. Oh, man, space giants. My question is, why do they <laughs> call it pyramids in like South America? They're not, they're not pointy. I don't think it needs to be pointy. Why, why wouldn't it? Well, I think it has to have a flat base, and then it has to go up. I mean, that's it? I think so. I mean, I thought... I don't think it has to have a point. I don't think that's where the word comes from, Peter. What, what is the point? Nice. <laughs> Speaking of Bazinga. boring. <laughs> um, nice. Well, anyway, here's the deal. The pyramids are symbols of what we're talking about. Ancient... Oh, will y'all shut up in the back here? Uh, ancient... It's not that funny. Egypt... Yeah, it's not funny at all. <laughs> Ancient Egyptian civilization and cultural identity. Okay, they 
and everybody knows this because can't you see this is one of the great wonders, right? There's seven yeah. great wonders. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've heard you can see these from space. Well, sure. Well, yeah. Sure. So it stands as one of the iconic representations of Pharaoh's power. So the Pharaoh that was in power, this was like his thing, their religious belief and their, you know, their overall organization of their society. And the primary main function is it was a dang tomb. Really? That's just the bottom line. It's it's this fancy tomb. We're going to, when the Pharaoh dies, high-ranking officials, we're going to construct this huge tombstone, basically, that's what I think of it as. We're going to bury the dude inside this huge pyramid with all his treasure so he can take it to the next life. Yeah. That's their belief system. Now, the construction showcased remarkable architectural and engineering advancements for their time. So to this day, there's machines that can't even lift some of these boulders. Yeah. So the que- it begs the question, how in the world, and you always see in these books, how in the world do they move these and, and make these uh, huge pyramids and make the, and, and move around these stones? And you see, you see like logs and people move. I'm like, are you serious? You can't, that would take forever to build. Yeah. My opinion. Oh, theory time. Theory time. My theory is there was an ancient civilization that had advanced technology beyond what we have even today. Yeah. Like telekinesis or some type of web or some type of energy weapon that would could lift rocks mm-hmm. and and place them in positions where where they wanted them. That's my theory. I think so. The other thing that I think of and this is back to a from a biblical standpoint. So it says in Ecclesiastes, right? my favorite book. It says there's nothing new under the sun. And I, I right. believe that, like I said, I, I read that, I read that literally. So what does that mean? To me, that means that like, there's literally nothing new under the sun. So all these advancements um, that we have in technology, I feel like we've already had those. So it's like, and this is obviously a theory as well, but <clears throat> go ahead, play it. There it is. But I believe that the, advancements in technology and the things that we have nowadays we had before like there was a society before that had this like you think about the tower of babel they built a tower to the heavens and so much that god had to put a stop to it do we have the capabilities of doing that now no but it's in our bible that they did right um and then on top of that too like you talk you talk about like the ancient civilizations, like they're always uncovering these advanced things underground. They're always like 50 to a hundred feet underground, all this, all this stuff. <clears throat> so my thought process is pre flood, pre flood. Yep. We had the technology, everything was there to the point where we were becoming like God. God sent the flood. All that was lost. Yeah. Let me Absolutely. give you a, for instance, Absolutely. today, just think about today's society. If you had backwoods Jedediah, yeah, the Amish dude, Mister Yee Yee himself. Th- think about yeah. it. Y- you have one guy in his family that lives in Pennsylvania. They have no technology whatsoever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the planet was destroyed. 
Yeah. And we had Jedediah and his family. What would happen? We, yeah. We would start all over. He, he, don't know, he doesn't know anything about computers. He doesn't know anything about airplanes or anything. I mean, he can they, he can talk about it. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the same, it's the same premise. And this is where I've been for years. Mm-hmm. I, I, I told Byron that I think, and, and also think about the fascination that people have with Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that, that that wasn't crazy technology? You know, it was, absolutely. Well, you know, in the book of Enoch... The, Come on, brother. We were bringing it back to the fallen angels. Yeah, we Every, just yeah we just came. We just, we're, this is on the heels of the Nephilim. This is the heels. Part two. Everything goes back to that because what did they what did they do? It talks about in the book of Enoch that those angels came and they gave people information. They gave the, yeah, the, the two hundred watchers came down and and, and gave technology. Yeah, Guess technology. what they bartered with? Hey, give us your daughters. Yes. And we're, we're going to yes. sit down. And technology. We'll teach you metallurgy. And it's like, yeah, we have these little inserts. But can you imagine technology coming from heaven? The stuff that they were giving to those people? Yeah. Oh, bro. absolutely. Oh, man. I it's, mean, it's beyond what we have today. Beyond a million times beyond. Yeah. And it, it, it was getting to the point where he had, like I said, he had to stop it. So, like I said, I think it was a, a way different um, world back then. You know, like our. We should do. Have you ever? Are we scheduled to do Anunnaki at any point in time? Uh, no, like we, can, we have and, we have mentioned the uh, the Anunnakis. Yeah, that would be um, a fun one to you're do. You talking about the Lost Race and the uh, Hollow Earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we the, have we we could do we could deep dive on that. I mean, event, essentially, it all ties back in. Like I said, the Watchers coming down, revealing this information. They have this information, and then it it was lost. You know, and it's it's there's evidence to that for, for things that are unexplained. You know, it's like the, the pyramids are a huge one. Stonehenge is another. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of them. That's what like, I was, that's what I was telling Susan before we started recordings. Like when did, uh, the pyramids came after the flood, right? I don't know. There's, we don't know. Oh, we don't. They, they say, you because know, I've got some dates on it. 4,500 years ago is what they say. But who knows? Yeah, and I've seen I've seen where they can prove that the pyramids were underwater at some point, as well, like the curvature of the rocks and stuff like oh, that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they could have been underwater and just flooded out. Yeah, I'm I'm along that same. Uh, and same who vein knows how much of the pyramid is under as well? You know, you think of the uh, like the Easter Island heads; those go down like yeah, those guys forty feet. Well, they they found new pyramids periodically under yeah sand. So yeah, under the desert. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So I don't know. I mean, it looks like plus just the hieroglyphics in them themselves. See, um, that's what I I wanted to say something because I was listening to this guy and he said hieroglyphics have never been found in a pyramid. Oh, really? Nor mummies. What? I've never been found whoa, in a whoa, pyramid. Whoa, 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 I'm just telling you what I was doing I research. Thought, no mummy. Where's this information coming? Tombs, but Where are the tombs? I thought the tombs were under the pyramids. They have not been found in pyramids. What? Google it. What about, <laughs> wait a minute. Didn't they find the uh, King Tut? What's his name? Tutankhamen? Is his name King Tut? There's one that starts with a K, Khufu or something uh, I'm like about that. to get into that. I got, I got yeah, some go. information. Um, well, okay. I need to, we need to talk about that in a second because I thought that's what they were for. I've heard that. I've also heard that they were literally just grain silos. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Grain? Just old grain, Oh, yeah. What, yeah, so Joseph, he had to store that stuff somewhere. Filled it up. You know what I'm talking the about? The whole thing, dude. He was like, hey, we need seven years of grain that we're going to give the rest of the people in Egypt. Where did he Where did he hold that stuff? It wasn't in five-gallon buckets. I, I also was listening to something that, where they said recently they found, like, this whole um, civilization um, of families, like kids, moms and dads, <clears throat> and, like, big pots that they were cooking in. So it kind of, they think that it was just, like, this whole entire, not slaves, because a lot of times you think, oh, the, well, the slaves built the pyramids. Mm -hmm. They said that it was, like, whole families, and they were trying to match DNA with bones that they found. So Oh, they found bones of families. Right. And, and, and like... A, a wall, like a city, like a little city underground where they think that these are the people that actually, oh, sorry, these are the people that actually built the pyramids. Are you talking about that? I think I saw something on Netflix that was just discovered, that the lost pyramid. Yeah. Is that what you're talking mm -hmm. about? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they found a lost pyramid that hadn't been discovered yet. Really? And it was under the sand. Yeah, and it was like a That's lot of, weird. like, like they were talking about the pots that, big gigantic pots that they fed people out of and stuff like that. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. I think there's a ton of stuff we haven't even uncovered yet, bro. It's crazy. And also I was looking, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but like the pyramid, like on the dollar bill and stuff, are you going to be talking you're always about gonna that? Cover I got that. Okay, cool. Okay. I hit that. I, wanna, I got a question about that when we get there. We'll see if I can answer that. So <laughs> there's economic and social, uh, there's technological advancements, the religious significance, uh, the pyramids held profound religious importance. They were to believe to serve as a bridge between the earthly realm and the afterlife. That's why, now this is what I heard, the pharaohs would bury themselves in all their gold uh, to, to take it into the next life. Of course, you know, can't take it with you. I think most of the stuff we have on this is just people thinking they know what the reasoning is. Pro but, yeah, here's, yeah, you can, here's what's going on. you hear a million on. different things. Like, um, like a, you know, grain silos, death, burial, <laughs> families yeah. living there. Tombs. It's like, it could have been just a big slide. I don't know. Um, they, the pyramids were often accompanied by mortuary temples and causeways, further emphasizing their religious functions. Uh, astronomical alignment. Some pyramids, notably those at Giza, exhibit precise astronomical alignment, such as aligning with cardinal points or even celestial events. This suggests a connection between the religious beliefs of ancient Egyptians and their understanding of the cosmos. Susan, I'm going to throw it to you. You just mentioned something about the way pyramids, the, the sides of the pyramids were built. They were so precise that it covered the point of it. If you go around the planet, it touches every piece of land. Mm -hmm. Every piece of land mass. And also, I don't know the significance of that. Significance of that. There was, but a, it sounds weird. There was a guy flying over the pyramid, and he noticed instead of it just having four sides, it had eight sides. Hmm. Because there, like on each side, there was like a little dip, and so it looked as if there was two sides on one side. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And he said that he only notices it. Um, yeah, it's like aerial. it's like the one side you have that flat side. There's a up there it makes so there's like two sides in one instead of but you can't see it from the ground you can only see it from the air and you can only see it on the summer and winter i think equinox something about the equinox or something, or something. Like or something. Yeah. very strange it's really deep and it's like what's the point 
there again. That's, huh? Hey, that's why we're here talking about it, dude. You know? And that's about the earlier what I said, the Khufu, that's it says contrary to what one might expect, there are no hieroglyphic texts, treasures, or mummies in any of the pyramids. Okay, in Hollywood's been feeding us some BS here. Because I remember the mummy. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Brendan it. Fraser. Come on. Yeah. Come on, dude. That dude was down there. He was in there. You know what I'm talking about? There was a mummy. And in I could have swear I saw some hieroglyphics. At least one or two. Yeah, who's coming up with this stuff? All right, historical documentation. Uh, the construction of pyramids and related structures, they're well documented in ancient e- Egyptian text, providing valuable insight into the society's governance, religious beliefs, and cultural practices. Inscriptions within the pyramids often detail the achievements and accomplishments of the pharaohs. Now, I'm not sure if that's hieroglyphics, but... They said red paint. I'm just saying. Red paint? <laughs> yes. What does that mean? Like it was like painted on, not like hieroglyphics, you know, like hieroglyphics are like. Was it blood? Uh, mm, mm. Blood of the Pharaoh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it wasn't etched into the pyramid is what it's. Now, as mean. you can probably guess, now I've never seen them up. I've never been there. But uh, the pyramids continue to attract millions of tourists annually, which makes Egypt. Very rich. <laughs> Anytime you got a town that's got a lot of people coming from Alabama and Tennessee and Texas yeah. just to see the pyramid, yeah, there's going to be some ching in the bank for uh, yeah, you put a couple for of, their industry, a couple of because what else? What else? It? What else is yeah, and some KFCs. Come on, oh, dude, it's game over. It's over. They're I mean, up. if you think about it, what else? What else would you be doing there? Would you be a booming economy? Sitting around on the Nile, if in, it weren't in if the it, desert, right? If it weren't for people, now back in the day, sure, Queen, you know Sheba, she had it going on when Joseph when Joseph was there. She was Ethiopia though, wasn't she? Uh, I thought Queen of Sheba was. Um, I thought she was Egyptian. I don't remember. Whew, she would have lived up. here if she could, though. But let's just say She's Joseph. Just they they had it going on back in the day. Yeah, they were. I mean, because any any civilization that lives near a water source yeah like the nile they're they're going to be booming i don't want to live there no well the construction of pyramids in ancient egypt here's here's where we go into some time frame and these dates really trip me up it it occurs within a specific historical context primarily during the old kingdom period which spanned from around 2686 bce to 2181 bce now i'm not sure what the heck that means i so as I've told you on this podcast, before, I don't know what I'm doing. Before Common Era. <clears throat> yeah, they changed that because it didn't used to be the E. It used to be before Christ. Yeah, because they somehow changed it and said, Yo, here's what we're going to call it now. Yeah, I don't know when that happened. I don't remember going to a community a BCE. committee to decide that. Yeah, right. why didn't they ask me about it? <laughs> They're just like, this is what we're doing now. I'm like, no, it's, it's BC to me. So um, I always get it confused because... When you get to, <laughs> when you get to a certain, it moves backwards, right? The mm-hmm. dates. Well, it always did that. Well, I just get confused yeah, about it because it's like it. ninety. It's two thousand. It's twenty twenty four right now, and we're moving forward. But when you got to a certain period where it was zero, then it it moved backwards, right? And it's almost like where do you, who's coming up with this stuff? Right, like when it started, was it? Hey, I'm six thousand. Yeah, what, what are y'all doing? Counting down to zero? Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't think they were tracking it that way. I don't think they were. They're tracking I think they were just out, you how know. How many years passed? Is yeah, they weren't tracking it at all. Yeah. I don't even know when the Gregorian 
Challenger? Can't speak. Where's where's my girl at? Uh, Challenger. Uh, Gregorian calendar. It's somewhere in the Middle Ages. Somebody came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what we got here. So, 3100 to 20... See, that's what I'm talking about. 3100 to 2686 BCE. This is called the early dynastic period. It saw the unification of Upper and Lower Egypt under the new rule of King Narmer. Oh, dude. King King Narmer. This marked the beginning of the first dynasty and the establishment of a centralized government. Mm. Then we moved, like, early in the dynastic period. Dynastic. Am I saying that right? Dynastic. Egyptians developed architectural techniques that laid the foundation for pyramid construction. Of course, people are saying this. They don't really know that. No idea. Do they? We're just... They mastered the use of mud brick, limestone, and wooden structures. Well, I guess you could. Yeah. I mean... So that's my question. I guess you could. So from what everything I've seen, they talk about how they get these big gigantic rocks. Yeah. And they roll and these they put on these on these on these pulley wooden poles. And these rope well, these poles. systems. Yeah. And you always got these people out there in line cloths or shirtless. Oh, just pretending. Yeah. Just just out there pretending. So so they're saying that they oh, and I saw on one of them, like they got this rock that wasn't in this particular city and they had to get it for 500 miles away mm-hmm. and they brought the Come rock on. for 500 miles. I'm just saying what they said. So they got these rocks like quarried these rocks or could they have not built? I'm telling you, dude, ma- made these rocks like it's we make bricks technology, dude. Well, they had to it get was the, so advanced. They had to get the materials from a different place. <clears throat> uh, King Solomon did that too. He we was built getting, the temple. Yeah, he was getting he was getting materials from all over the place. You know, days, months out, building this thing, putting it together. You know, they were doing the same thing. Well, I mean, if you've got millions of people working on a project, yeah. I mean, everybody, what else do they have to do? They're not working their job at their house. They're not being a plumber. Yeah, what? Being a rando computer guy. <laughs> they're all, what are they doing? They their job is to build this and. They let's build, yeah. Let's let's everybody get involved. This the community, come on together. We're building this thing. Let's build this pyramid for for King for Fufu. storing uh, grain <laughs> for posterity. And they ate good. They said that that's that's another thing. They said it wasn't slaves because they ate well. They weren't eating slave food. They were eating like fish and stuff. So. Well, let's think about this. Let's go back to Joseph's time because that's a, that's a good historical documentation in the Bible. Mm-hmm. He was the prince of Egypt. And the he so he moved his family there, and then generations later they became slaves. Mm-hmm. Right. So there were, sla- you know, what did they? When did they build pyramids? It's not mentioned in the Bible, but there were slaves that they, you know, what were they doing? They were building something. What were they doing? You know what I'm saying? Just out there cracking the whips. Yeah, like when Moses took the people out, they were building stuff. And they had a lot of riches too. Mm-hmm. You know, when Moses left the Exodus, they took a lot of stuff with them. They did. Plundered. Yeah. And Pharaoh was pissed. Anyway, the four, let's go to the uh, the fourth dynasty. Wait, uh, wait. No, 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 no. Shift to stone construction. Not sure what that means, but let's talk about it. The transition from using mud brick to stone construction occurred in the third dynasty. And that's going to move us 2686 to 2613 BCE. Pharaoh Dozier stepped 
pyramid at Saquara, built under the supervision of the architect Imhotep. 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 Okay, that's from the, the mommy. Anyway. Uh, oh, is that really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Imhotep. They, 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 they made them zombies, right? Yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, they came back from the dead. Great started. reference. Uh, it marked a significant departure from the earlier Mashtaba tombs and paved the way for the future pyramid design. So that moves us to the fourth dynasty, the age of the Great Pyramids. This is the fourth dynasty, 2613 to 2494 BCE. This was witnessed, or this witnessed the construction of the most iconic pyramids at Giza, so which probably we see today. Pharaohs Snefuru, <laughs> Khufu, Khafre, and Munukari. Nailed it. Bingo. All of them. Rachel, thank you. Uh, Rachel Perry, she's our, she's our um, what do you call it? Our enunciation. Um, Assistant. Police. Matt, yeah, thank you. Uh, they commissioned the con- all these people that I just mentioned, commissioned the construction of the Great Pyramid, the Pyramid of Khafre, and the Pyramid of Menkura. Menkuri. Can y'all say that? Menkuri. Everybody say it together. Menkuri. Anyway. So, Khufu. Uh, Ku- Is that how you say it? Khufu. King Khufu's Great Pyramid. It was uh, between 2580 and 2560 BCE. Um, his reign is associated with the construction of the Great Pyramid, the largest of the Giza pyramids. So that's probably the one you see on all the postcards, all the drone footage that you see. That's going to be the one, the, the biggest one. The exact methods of construction remain a subject of debate, but theories... Include use of ramps, sledges, and possible levers, or I've heard also levers. Which is so not true because I also watched a YouTube where they tried to reenact the actual process of doing that. I've seen that as well. And they They can't do it. Copper, copper, um, what do you call them? Like little spike things, and they were like chipping away. And the the actual copper would chip away before the stone. I'm telling you, away. dude, it was telekinesis. Had to have been. And they were talking about the precision of lining up the stones. Like you can't even fit a um, razor blade through it because it's like so precise and so. The pyramid of Giza. The pyramids that I was looking at, I don't know. I think really? it was the Khufu one, the Khufu one. Yeah, that's it. The yeah, that's the great one. Yeah. That's you can't one. put a razor blade in between the rocks. Right. Are because you serious? The precision, right. I didn't know that. Watertight, bro. I just thought you could get in there with some chiseling and just get after it. No. Just chiseling. <laughs> uh, let's see. Religious significant. Oh, wait. Let's Uh-oh. go into economic and social order. Pyramid construction required a massive workforce. You just mentioned that. And extensive resources. You said there was millions of people just didn't have jobs, right? So let's work, let's build this thing. They've got one job. <laughs> yeah, you got one job. The build centralized this. government organized laborers into hierarchical groups with skilled craftsmen, engineers, and laborers. Laboring collaboratively. So they collabed on it. Hey, Show me how to build this. How do I put it together? And some, hey, big guy with the muscles, come pick it up and put it in there. Mm-hmm. Or, or telekinesis. Or giants. Or, right. The watchers. Giants, bro. Gi- you look, giant. Yes. Come on, you can't bro. tell me you didn't use a giant. Hey, guy, come here, listen. 
there's a thousand sheep over here. We know you love eating sheep. It's whole. Yeah, exactly. We'll give them to you. All you got to do is help us move these stones, put them in an exact position that we need them. And he's like, I'm in. Yeah, lift them so up. The so the Russell Crowe Noah movie? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean. Uh, that, uh, look, I don't think there were giant rocks, but I do think they were that big. I'm just saying. I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, this is so stupid. But now I'm like, huh. Man. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, he helped build the ark. I don't well. Wouldn't it say that in the Bible, though, or did he leave that out because he didn't want to mess with us? Who you seen the Russell Crowe movie, I Noah? Did. I wish it's so it's the rock. Yeah. The, the big yeah, rock I wish creatures, I hadn't. you know? Yeah, they were rock they were helping him, right? No. No, they, they were not. trying to get on there. Yeah. Oh, they were? I thought they were helping him. No. no they, they were trying not. to get on They were the monsters. They were the bad guys. Oh, they were the they it's were been the, so long. They were the Nephilim giant people. Yeah. They were destroyed, dude. Some of them. Um well yeah, sure. That yeah, that's another that's Nephilim three. Part three. Uh, the religious significance. The construction of the pyramid had a deep religious significance. Pyramids were associated with the belief that in an afterlife, their construction was part of a broader religious and funerary complex that included temples, causeways, and other structures. So basically, I need to carry all my stuff to the afterlife. Um, here we got the decline. So the pyramid destru- destruction, no, construction declined after the fourth dynasty. Subsequent pharaohs opted for alternate burial structures, such as mastabas, rock-cut tombs due to economic and logistical challenges associated with pyramid construction. So basically, like, hey, guys, we're broke. We yeah. can't do this anymore. Yeah, that's what we're it sounded done. like. Uh, look, just give me, just dig a hole. Throw my body And I just use one of these rocks. You ain't got to build a pyramid. Yeah. Um, while pyramid construction was most prolific during the Old Kingdom, subsequent periods in ancient Egypt history, such as the Middle Kingdom and New Kingdom, also witnessed the construction of smaller pyramids with different designs and purposes. Um, so, oh, here's just a list of pyramids of Giza. That's uh, Khufu, Khafre. Um, oh, here's some of their... Yeah, let's go over some of their heights here. So, Khufu... The Giza Pyramid, 481 feet. Uh, Caffrey is 448 feet. Um, Manure, Pyramid of Manure. <laughs> I mean, Makakru was 213 feet. He didn't get up there at all, did he? Um, solar boat pits. They got smaller and smaller. Adjacent to the Great Pyramid are two boat-shaped pits containing dismantled wooden solar boats. These boats were likely intended to carry the pharaoh's soul across the sky to the sun god. Oh, that reminds me. I have heard of that. They have found, um, I was watching a documentary on this, and make this make sense. They found massive batteries in the pyramids as well for power. What kind of battery? What are you talking about? Like literally DC batteries to power something. Like a Duracell? Like a big old Duracell, dude. Like a homemade battery? I mean, it not yeah, homemade battery. What is but it? It's, did you look at it? What did it look like? Like big two cylinders, basically. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that was that was uncovered under Earth on, in the uh, in the uh, pyramids. It was it the the somebody's Egyptian playing a joke. Surely, the... let me look it up. Somebody's <laughs> playing a joke. That's a prank. Let me look right? it up, dude. Hey, uh, look at this. There's a Duracell in here. Oh, but uh, you know what? I See? was watching this one where they did find this pyramid, and in the pyramid. That there's never any metal. Well, this one guy found this eight-inch wide square tunnel, 
that went like 90 feet down into, they thought it was like the queen's chamber or it was the, yeah, the queen's chamber, yeah. the king's chamber. And at the very end of it, they found a door and there were two metal, it looked like copper because you know how copper turns like the green color. Yeah. There were two metal um, handles. Oh, handles. Handles for them to open the door. And he was like, I've got to get to the bottom of this. Mm. And they shut him down. Not only did they shut the guy down that was trying to get to the bottom of it, they like kicked him out of the country. Like, you can't come back here. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah. And then that's when I stopped watching the do documentary. You think, well, do you think... You think they're trying to cover up because they put the metal doors? I mean, the metal handles in there. Yeah, it didn't look like a for real, for real door. It just, I mean, it was. What's just, what? Why? I don't understand why shutting that down means anything. I don't it's know. not. A, is it because they always say there's no metal under here, and all of a sudden you found some? Now we got to shut that down because, um, we were lying, but now we're not. Or maybe it's like we don't want to see what's behind that. I need to get this door opened. It's a he never opened the door. Uh, was it like a two-handle door or just a... No, it was like a it was like a little was, tiny handle and a bigger handle, like kind of side by side. Why didn't he open it while he was he, there? Because it, he, they, he couldn't because it's 90 feet and it's only eight inch square. It's like eight inches. Oh, so a little... So you can't even walk through no, it. No, you can't walk through it. What he is it for, robot. just to stick your hand in? I, well, I mean, it's 90 feet long. I have no idea. But it, there was he had this little rover robot. So he did get in it. He opened the door and put a robot in it. No, he... The, no, because it was only eight inches. Oh, gotcha. So, so we we've got this hole. Mm -hmm. We sent a robot down. The robot got to the end, and there was a door. Like a door, yeah. On and we don't know what's on the other side of the door. Eight inch. What? How many? Right. It was like eight inches, a little eight inch square. Yeah, but how far did it go? Oh, it was like ninety feet. What? So and it was a, it was a decline. Yeah, it was a decline don't all the way down to like the center man. of the pyramid. What's up with that? Yeah, and how did they build that? That's crazy. How did? Yeah, what? What's it for? You had to build around it to build, to make it. And then, anyway. Speaking of which, I'm just saying. A witch? I told you about Tennessee. I told you about the Tennessee pyramid. Think about Alabama. They have a pyramid. Wait a minute. You didn't tell me about Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, about yeah. The Bass Pro Shop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bass Pro Shop. The Alabama pyramid, Moundville. Yeah, Moundville. That's the Indians. Yeah. Those are, you know, in Alabama, they're like, no, let's don't make a pyramid. Let's just make a mound, you know. but they Was it a have, mound? It, it's mounds. They're, they look like little pyramids. Really? Mm -hmm. So they're not mounds, like rounded. Because when well, I hear mound, are. I think of a pitcher's mound as rounded out. They they are. It's in Mound Moundville, Alabama. Oh, boy. Look, let me show you a picture. Here it is. Well, okay. Google it. Well, people. it went away. It's it's like on a thing. Oh. Sorry. It's on a timer. I'll have to Google it. Yeah. Uh, mummification was a crucial part of the burial process. The body was carefully preserved to ensure the person's physical form in the afterlife. It's all about getting to the afterlife. Organs were oh removed. The body was dehydrated and treated with preservatives before being wrapped in linen bandages. So your typical mummy. So you're saying there was none in these tombs. That's right. None in these uh, pyramids. pyramids. They were in tombs. I mean, they have, that, that, that's where they were. They were in tombs, but they were, it is said that they have not found any mummies in pyramids, but somebody could have removed them to, because they looted the pyramids, right? Yeah, and I was just reading too when I was looking up that battery stuff. Sorry, yeah. What did you find out? Go ahead. The batteries. So the the reason for the speculation is because in the pyramids they've also not found any torch markings either. 
in these like deep tunnels and stuff under Egypt, there's no evidence of any sort of fire Light. burning. Uh. So uh, a lot of scientists believe that they could have used the, uh, you know, the makeup of the pyramids to create some sort of solar power. And there's, <clears throat> there's been things that they found that look like transformers and batteries and stuff. And of course everyone's like debunked, but like, dude, how do you explain the no torch markings though? You know, they're getting light from somewhere. Yeah, the mirror thing that's from Indiana what? Jones. That's oh, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. The mirrors. <laughs> well, never mirrors. mind. Yeah. We cracked the case. I Dumb. Mean, that Figured does, yeah. <laughs> the sun's got to come in here somehow. Yeah. And the mirrors. That is weird. Maybe that's why they, that makes sense. That's why they built it the, the way that they did. Because they always have a way to reflect light back into the, uh, into the inner workings. Back into the main chamber. Yeah. If they have an open piece on the top, like that all-seeing eye thing, it's always going to allow light in to light up the whole pyramid. Mm. <laughs> My God. Thank God for Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, There was another one, too. Uh, of course, the mummy showed us going down there, but there was another one. Um, National Treasure. National Treasure showed us kind of that uh, same, yeah, same thing cool. there. Yeah. How about the Book of the Dead, though? How about it? It was a collection of spells, prayers, and illustrations intended to guide the deceased through the afterlife. It provided instructions on how to navigate challenges and obstacles emphasized the importance of ethical behavior. And what's the significance of the, did they find that in a pyramid or something? Uh, I don't know. I, I saw it on, um, I saw it on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. black book. Yeah, the black, yeah, the book of the dead. Wikipedia. Also, it was, in, it was in the mummy too, book of the dead. Got all the secrets. Oh, field of reeds. There's a lot of stuff here. Uh, burial practices and afterlife beliefs in ancient Egypt were deeply ingrained in the culture and the religious fabric of society. They reflected a profound concern for well-being of the deceased in the afterlife, as you can tell, because they took care of their organs in a jar, uh, and an understanding of the interconnectedness of life, death, and the divine. <laughs> so, Joey's going to talk about some dollar bill stuff. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up modern day, dude. I mean, we, we finally got all through that boring history. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. <laughs> it's like, good Lord. Good dude. Lord. Just take me to the afterlife already. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the pyramids, obviously, in modern day. There's, there's some sort of significance to that. Um, so, obviously, it's on the U.S. dollar bill. Yeah, it is. It's on a bunch of stuff. And it has actually. an eye on the top. It's got an eye. Weird. Um, so the official story for it being on the U S dollar bills, the pyramid it's seen on the U S dollar bill is part of the great seal of the United States, specifically on its reverse side. The pyramid is an emblematic symbol representing strength and duration. The unfinished state of the pyramid with 13 steps representing the original 13 States is said to signify, signify the future growth and the ultimate goal of perfection and completion in the country's endeavors. Above the pyramid is the eye of providence or the all-seeing eye of God. Oh, is that what they're saying that is? That's what they're okay. saying. Cool. Which is meant to symbolize divine guidance over the nation. Uh, <clears throat> the decision to include this symbolism was made by the Continental Congress when it was commissioned the design of the Great Seal in 1776, mm. the year the United States declared its independence from Britain. It's a great year. However, the current design of the Great Seal, which includes the pyramid, was not finalized and adopted until 1782. The symbolism was chosen to reflect the founders' intentions and belief about the country's foundation and aspirations for the future. So that's the story. 
Okay. So that's how I got on there. The Pyramid of the Eye in Providence were meant to convey a message of unity, vigilance, and the importance of nation over a higher moral guidance. The mottos, Anuit Copetus, which translates from Latin as Providence, has favored our undertakings in Novus Ordo Seclorum, meaning New Order of the Ages. New World Order. Maybe. Anuit Coteptus. Further emphasizes these themes of divine favor in the beginning of a new era of American independence. Anuit. Right. So, the inclusion of such symbols in the U.S. dollar bill, particularly after the redesign of the dollar bill in 1935, reflects an effort to Im- to embed the country's values, history, aspirations in its currency, which circulates both domestically and intentionally, serving as a constant reminder of the United States Foundation and ongoing mission. Why well, doesn't it just make you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside? Man. <laughs> so... Um, so then I, I kind of want, I wanted to went down a little bit of a rabbit hole of like, where else do we see, you know, the significance, significance of the pyramids and stuff. So of course I had to go down the secret societies, the Illuminati, um, the link between the pyramid and the eye of Providence above on the dollar bill and the Illuminati. Uh, the Illuminati was founded in 1776 in Bavaria. Bavaria. Yeah, buddy. We've been there, right? It was a real organization with enlightened ideals, including opposition to superstition and religious influence over public life. The Eye of Providence, the symbol depicting an eye within a triangle or atop a pyramid, is interpreted as resembling the Illuminati's supposed om- omniscience or a symbol of their surveillance omniscience? and control. Omniscience. Thank you. I Rachel. think that's how you <laughs> Thank you, Rachel Perry. <laughs> Thank you. The pyramid uh, often claimed that the pyramid represents the hierarchical, I can't read, structure of the Illuminati or other secret societies with the all-seeing eyes symbolizing the leadership's watchful gaze over (laughs) its members in general. That's not creepy at all. Yeah. (laughs) The leadership's watchful gaze. (laughs) Sheesh. Uh, So here's why people kind of connected the two. Um, the timing and historical context, the Illuminati was founded in 1776, the same year the United States declared its independence. Mm. Um, some, of the f- some of the founding fathers were Freemasons. And A lot Freemasonry of them. uses symbols similar to those of the Great Seal, such as the all-seeing eye. Um, so I wanted to get into <clears throat> Freemasonry and what they believe. <laughs> In Freemasonry, the all-seeing eye reflects the belief in supreme being who oversees all the deeds and thoughts. It serves as a reminder to the Masons that their actions and thoughts are always observed by this higher power. The symbol also resonates the Enlightenment ideals, which emphasize reasons, ethics, and knowledge. Many Freemasons were influenced by these principles, which align with the organization's value of personal improvement, moral rectitude, and intellectual exploration. Um, and then art- architectural uh, symbolism, Freemasonry has roots in the guilds of stonemason and builders of the Middle Ages. The all-seeing eye can also be interpreted within the context as resembling the careful planning and oversight necessary in architecture, symbolizing the importance of divine inspiration and the guidance in lasting works. Yeah, and if you want a complete uh, uh, deep dive into this, we have one of these episodes in our backlog. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Just <laughs> just scroll down until you find Freemasons. Well, that's why I'm being so coy about it because it's ridiculously reading re- reading that stuff and they're like, "Oh, it just it's our it's the divine power watching over us." And Yeah. 
you know, and then, you know, once you start getting into the higher level Freemasonry, my, my wife's, um, dad's dad was pretty high level. I don't remember what, none of you guys talked about Grandpa. the ranking. Yeah. Um, 33 and a third. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how high he was, but there was a there was once he started getting pretty up high in it, he had to denounce Christianity, denounce Christ. Yeah, um, and a lot of like you said in the in the episode, a lot of like the lower level Freemasons don't even know that. Yeah, they just they're just going along doing their oh we're doing stuff for the community. Oh, they're clueless. I I actually had a discussion with. Um, so I have a VR, and there's this little chat group thing, and it was just like a Christianity debate. I hopped in there just to see, and there was a bunch of people that were Christians and also Freemasons. And I asked them, I was like, like you guys know you have to denounce Christ if you get high enough. And they're like, no, we don't. They wouldn't do that. And then he went on explaining how they have a temple there and an altar and all these things that they're supposed to do. Like some people will do like a sacrifice. Just, Oh, it's just symbolism. I'm like, dude, yeah. (laughs) How clueless could you be? My guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh my gosh, dude. So go check those episodes out if you guys want to like a deeper dive on those. I feel like you guys did a really good job. <clears throat> well, thank those, you. On thank the you. Freemasons and the societies and stuff. But there's a lot of occult symbolism in all of that. In the Freemasonry, obviously the Illuminati, they're definitely tied together. Oh, they're all about symbols. Um, they love it. And I feel like with our app last episodes, it's, it's tied to like the Illuminati. They have to prove that they're part of a Nephilim bloodline. You know, you guys talked about that yeah. on the show. So, so uh, keep that in mind. Before we go, what, what did you, you have a question because you were holding it about uh, no, the dollar bill? I, I was just, you know, when I think about like our founding fathers and the people that came over here to the United States, you know, almost like, I mean, I know the founding fathers were very intelligent humans, you know, right. but you don't think about, I mean, they, they had to have seen. Or, or somewhat know about the pyramids. Yeah. Like, where did these, where did they see this? What do they know about the pyramids? Oh, good one. So, 1776, they, they had to have seen the Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. Well, I scroll, mean, scroll back up. I talked about that. It was uh, put on the dollar all the way back up to the top. In 1782 or something like that? Yep. Right there. Wasn't finalized and adopted until yeah. 1782? 1776. They commissioned the design of the Great Seal in 1776. Oh, that's the year that it declared its independence. Yeah, and the, the pyramid was not finalized and adopted until 1782. Yeah. Yeah, so that was... So somebody somebody has it. seen this before. Yeah. Well, sure, I mean... I mean, You just don't think about that. You just don't think about our founding fathers. Yeah, how did... Seeing, wasn't this in Egypt. a book or something? Like a textbook? I mean, we didn't they have teach about it? cameras to take pictures. That's true. Of things, so they had to have seen it with their own eyes. You well, know, they. I mean, or maybe it was just passed down. I mean, it had to be a picture in a book. Somebody had to draw it. Really? I'm sure. I'm, Come on. I mean, I'm sure, but I'm just saying they they saw this great pyramid and they're like, well, it does look very different on the dollar bill though, because it That's looks true. like like bricks, yeah, you know, bricks, and then the seeing eye on the top. Right, but I mean, they sat there and. I'm like, yeah, this is a sturdy symbol. We have a sturdy nation. Yeah, what? Yeah, so if some of them were Freemasons, what if they were like, you know what? Those uh, those guys that built the pyramids, I bet they were Masons. Because they knew how to do some Masonry work. Well, it was... um, That was a joke. If I remember correctly, from your guys' Knights Templar episode, Mm. uh, they broke up 
And they disbanded. Yeah, and then they reformed in other places. And they the, reformed. The, yeah. I mean, that was what, 13th century? True, right. So this is hundreds and hundreds of years yeah. before this happened. Um, and in, I don't think I have it, in, but I was going down the, uh, the, rabbit the, hole? the rabbit hole of occultism <laughs> last night. And there is a, the sheep of the black sheep of Judas, which is like the, basically the, the depiction of Satan, right? Uh, which yeah. is like, you know, black sheep, he's got a female's breasts and then, you know, like a lizard tail and all that stuff. And, wow. um, it, that originated from the Knights Templar. They, that that picture? Mm-hmm. They were told they it was said, it was rumored that they were worshiping that entity. That's where that depiction came from, was from the Knights Templar. Satan, basically. Yeah, that's mm. weird. Yeah. Just straight up Satan is why would I see that would just Enveloped, turn me off. Well, yeah, but it's like that's that's I'm what like, look at that pit. I'm not worshiping that thing. That's what the Antichrist does. He'll take something and he'll twist it. You know? So you have a bunch of guys going out and, and killing murdering in the name of, of Christ. But what they're really using is they're, they're squandering Christ's name, you know? Yeah. And then in secrecy, they're worshiping Satan. And like you said, those, those guys disbanded and they re brought up and that organization never left. So it talks about in revelation, you know, the mystery religions, you mm-hmm. know, like the yeah. mystery religions of Babylon and um, Lilith and all these, that would be a crazy one too. But, you know, you see all this occult symbolism from the pyramids, and like you said, it comes from somewhere. Yeah, you know, had, yeah. How did the how did they know how to build it? Unless there was some spiritual significance, and it's all like you said, it all goes back demonic. You know, it's like it all stems from. I believe it stems from these civilizations um, that gave these secrets away, and then you have all these branch off of religions. You have a million different ways, but there's only one way to heaven. You know, and right. it's like, mm-hmm. you, you know, the Egyptian gods, they were the men of renown. I feel yeah. like all yeah, of yeah, those, yeah. all of those religions were a branch also of Genesis, Genesis six. That has, that has, it to, has be. to be right. You know? <clears throat> so anyway, scroll up for a second. I think I need to read one more thing. What do you got here? Occult symbolism? Oh, yeah. The eye of providence and the pyramid are also subject to theories related to occult symbolism. Some suggest that these symbols are evidence of the Finding Fathers' engagement with esoteric or Masonic practices. While it is true that some of the Founding Fathers were Freemasons, the use of these symbols was primarily meant to represent Enlightenment ideals, divine guidance, and the strength and potential of the new nation, rather than any darker or hidden meanings, right? So, the all-seeing eye, also called the eye of providence, features an eye set with a triangle pointing upwards. The symbol has numerous interpretations, and has been used in various contexts. The Freemasons, like I've said, use this all-seeing eye as their symbol. It is considered the eye of Satan or Lucifer. Luciferian. Luciferian. Although it is posing imposing interpretation, many cults and organizations use this symbol, and it features on many famous objects using the one dollar, including the one dollar bill in the United States. In witchcraft, the all-seeing eye was used for psychic control and for casting curses and spells. Some also believe that if you can control it, you can control the world's financial situation. Mm. And what does it say in Revelation, the New World Order, that Antichrist will control finances? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't buy or sell anything without this mark. Yeah. Oh, and it's interesting that uh, you mentioned financial situation, and the all-seeing eye is on our 
Dollar bill. Dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. So you can see the connections there. You know, it's like, oh, it's just God's, God's looking down on us, but they're doing the same thing, man. That the Templars. This, yeah, did. the same thing. Yeah. They're wrapping. Well, we're doing this in Christ's name. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. But what they're really doing is defiling, and that reminds me. I've told you this story before, but uh, I went to this place. Uh, I've never said it on the air, but I went to this place. It was a old. Uh, it was a uh, art gallery here by where we live. Okay. And it was, I was doing some work there. I was not there by choice, <laughs> but it was an art gallery for the occult. And I went in there. Serious? Yeah. It was, wow. ter- it was terrible at first. So I went in there and they had all these depictions of like the, the, the black goat, Judas's goat. Um, wow. They had all these, you know, pagan symbols, upside down crosses, like all these things that just everywhere people murdered body parts. They had the Annabelle doll, like sitting in front of the mirror. It's like an art gallery. Oh bro. It was, really? it was a horror scene. Wow. It was a horror scene, man. But anyway, the, obviously I have Jesus in my heart and I feel like I have power and dominion over that. So, sure. I, you know, it took me a little bit to, to, to understand that as I was trying to work there, I was like getting ready to call my boss with, dude, I can't work here. This is terrifying. This place is demonic. <laughs> yeah. I've got to go. But then I went outside and I, you know, I prayed about it and I was like, you know what? I'm the right person to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have dominion. I have power over this. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, long story short, the reason I'm saying all this is because with all of that surrounding them in this tiny little glass jar in the center of this uh, occult space, there was this little probably three inch photo of Jesus Christ in the center of it in this little glass bin. And I remember seeing really, that. yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember seeing that and looking at it and immediately, like I became sick to my stomach because they're what they're mocking Jesus Christ in the center with all this other gigantic stuff. And yeah, in the center. In this it's like, glass. we're overpowering you. Yeah. There's, there's Ouija boards, there's everything. And, um, yeah. And that's kind of the same, same thing that they're doing here. They mock him. Um, Knights Templar did it. They're doing it. They're doing the American dollar. And they think that we're we're stupid because, like I said, their depiction is, you know, we're 13 steps and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, if you take a step back and really look at it, there's so many things that connect to it. Like you said, witchcraft and, and that. But anyway, <clears throat> the Great Seal, the eye, it's not only on the dollar bill. It's made its way into other American seals and logos. As such, for example, the Seal of Colorado. Coincidence? Mm, Denver Airport? Denver. <laughs> like, come on, dude. The City Seal of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, not Kenosha. The DARPA's, DARPA's Information Awareness Office. Wasn't DARPA the... Uh, isn't that... Uh, hey, wasn't that the thing on Lost? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Dharma. Dharma. Oh, Dharma, the Dharma initiative. DARPA. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But... Uh, it's uh, also among various forms of currency. So we talked about the dollar bill, the Vermont copper, Nova Constantilatio, patterns of 1783, the the coppers, um, some immune com- Columbia issues, Lithuania. Uh, it also appears on several Lithuanian coat of arms, the Alave, the Basagalia, Basagalia, Varica, Plungi, and its flag. Blah, 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 blah. Lithuanian. Okay, Lithuanian. Gotcha. Yeah. So, interesting stuff, dude. And then I talked about this a little bit. Just some weird facts that 
So Isaac Newton was trying to, to prove his theory of gravitation. But in addition, the ancient Egyptians were thought to held secrets of alchemy that have since been lost. Um, so this specialist said, today these seems like disparate areas of study, but they didn't seem that way to Newton. So Newton was going around like he was trying to find the... Um, the unit of measurement, which is a cubit, okay, um, which we talked about in the Ark of the Covenant a little bit, but um, he hoped to learn the dimensions of the Temple of Solomon, which they thought he could hold the key to the understanding of the uh, biblical apocalypse. So, wow, interesting stuff, bro. Well, I, I wonder, like back in the day with Moses, you know, the, the Pharaoh had. Um, magicians that did crazy things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Sorcery. so how come, I mean, that's, <clears throat> oh, well, you know, that's how it was built. The magicians of the Pharaoh just moved the rocks and built it. That could be it too. How about that? Sorcery. Mm-hmm. Seriously though. It's a real thing. I think Back so. In the day. I mean, I it's still so. real, I'm sure today. Sorcery. Absolutely. Well, that's it for, uh, that's it for Egyptian culture, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode on the pyramids of Giza and on your dollar bill. Thank your congressman yep. for doing that back in 1776. And if you're a Freemason, God help you. Yep, they're always watching. We're praying for you. Make sure you visit our website, www.bottomofthat.com. You can check out our blog for all our show notes for what we just talked about and our resource material where we get this information. From there, also, you'll find our social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and X... If you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, and BitChute, and you like this episode, do me a favor. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. That's how the algorithm is going to serve up our content to other people that want to hear what we're talking about. And if you're listening on any other audio podcasting platform, make sure you follow and turn on notifications so you never miss when we publish an episode. If you did not like this episode, I appreciate you listening this long. Tune in next week. You might hear Susan say... Walk like an Egyptian. Who's that? Was Bangles? That was weak. Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>